everybody. Welcome back to part two with Uni Torotini. Part one was fascinating. We talked about exposing like the sort of corrupt organization. Little did you know, or maybe you did, I don't know, of the Nobel Peace Prize and bringing some sane goddamn nuance um, to this really toxic, you know, again, cancel culture and how, you know, you can't say anything anymore um, and how it's really affecting us and affecting kids. We are going to hop right into part two, everything gender. And when I left part one on a little cliffhanger about Calvin Klein and all of its audacity. So Uni, how did Calvin Klein decide to spend Mother's Day? They decided to celebrate Mother's Day but with a campaign that was celebrating what they said, all different types of families, one of which was a full-blown trans man pregnant and carrying a child. But then on top of it, okay, I have so many feelings about this as my audience knows, but then on top of it, they had the audacity in the comments to say, you know, we're all about like, again, what an oxymoron. We're all about inclusivity. And so if you share anything basically on this post that we don't like, we're going to not only take it off, but block you. Nothing like inclusive, you know, discourse, right? About women and Mother's Day and women's rights. So Uni, where do they get off doing this? Oh my goodness. Don't get me started. It's, it's like this crazy, it's like, it's just taken new proportions, this whole, you know, woke narrative. And it's, it's, you know, for me, it's like dividing us even further. It's like, it's like created to separate us even further, right? Like this polarization and uh, they're just pushing and pushing. And if you, you know, and I think most people are uncomfortable with this whole narrative and conversation, right? Even from the, from the get-go. But if you dare say anything or even just like ask a question about it, then, you know, you are, are shut down, you know, ridiculed, you're right. a racist, you're a sexist, you're, you're, I don't know what you are, you're so many labels, Right. So to me, that's another tool to separate us, really. It's, what they did is such a microcosm of our society. Yeah. Because I went in the comments specifically, and it's all like hearts, and this is so great, and the, all, love of all kinds, and blah, blah, blah. And then I see them saying, you know, we're only going to accept those kind of comments here. Again, what an example of what's going on in society at large, because it creates what we talked about in part one, this inner self-censorship where it's like, well, God, if I'm uncomfortable with this, or if I disagree I, right there, it's like, no, how dare you? You can't have that opinion here on this post or in the discourse. Sorry. And I can't tell you, I posted all about this saying, don't even get me started. And I had so many people who follow me, reach me, men, women, moms, you know, someone I know who's pregnant right now yeah. saying, this is just, this is lunacy. Like this has gone so far. And then right on top of it, not even being able to publicly disagree with that. I mean, pure insanity, pure insanity. Yeah, exactly. And like, what is, what is the message we're, we're giving to our kids with, with this whole thing? Like, first of all, they are like being like a, a child or a teenager is already hard enough right? Like there's so many mixed messages, right? They're getting right now. And on top of that, they're not even allowed to have an opinion about it that differs from 
the, the accepted opinion. So it's like, what, like, what, what is that? Like, what are we teaching them? I agree completely. They can't, they can't be themselves really. Right. And well, someone would, would disagree with you saying, no, this is a display of someone being themselves who, you know, again, was the minority or wasn't accepted before. And now we are and hear us roar. And not only is this the right thing, but we're going to bang you over the head, you know, so much of it, that if you so much as disagree, you're getting blocked now on a human level, Uni, you said you're a mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as a mom, how does this strike a nerve? Cause I'm not even a mom, but I want to be. And I'm like, hold my earrings, pull up my gloves. Let me get in this race. Like I have a dog in this race. Yeah. How does it make you feel personally? I mean, personally it's, I think it's, it's, it's like, I'm so in a way heartbroken like and disappointed in this whole conversation. And we have to have conversations now at home to like, try to repair like what's going on and what they I can't imagine having kids right now. I have so yeah. much sympathy for you guys. It's so hard, you know? So we have to have conversations at home on a daily basis where we say that, you know, listen, it is okay to be a woman, right? It's okay to be, want to be a man and you know, everything, you know, you know, you choose what you want to do with your life. You know, that's, you know, we've always said that, but today in our culture, it's like, look at, look at, um, Adele, when she said she was proud to be a woman, she was like almost canceled, right? Like you can't even, it's, I mean, it's so like they're, they, they preach one thing. Right. And then it's like, it's like, do, do what I say, not what I do kind of mentality. And, Uni, and I think that's so bad for, for, you know, one thing is for, for me and my generation, right. but for the younger generation, yeah. for our kids, oh my God. But it's also like, they don't know what they want. Why have yeah. women this is what people I think don't understand, you know, doing this whole mishmash of, you know, but you know, there's no thing as gender and men and women. So that completely undercuts mm -hmm. the years that women have fought mm -hmm. for the rights that we have now. And it's like, again, they don't know what they want because I, I, you know, I see it all the time, especially in Hollywood, like women's rights and smash the patriarchy. Well, if there's no such thing, there's no, there's no women, you know, there's no patriarchy. Like, what are you even doing? Like women's exactly. rights, what women's exactly. rights, what, like, why have women fought so hard? Because women, biological women have been treated differently based on their sex since the beginning of time. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. So it just completely undercuts all that. So it's like, how do you expect people to, it's like double think it's like Orwellian. Yeah. How do you expect us to believe both things that women need rights and we're over here, but then also it's, we're going to hand that over to men now. And we're seeing it in so many sectors. I mean, number one with childbirth, even like I'm passionate about, you know, I, I did a, a huge feature about women and, you know, expressing ourselves in individualism and playboy. Now I see men posing in bunny costumes and I'm like, what are you just going to hand everything to men? Are yeah. you kidding me? It's like you people yeah. don't know what you want. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and to me that's what it that's what it looks like when they're trying to confuse us and they're trying to rip us apart. Like we, we are being ripped apart now emotionally, mentally, like all like our whole like nervous system, our whole like mental health. Like how can you be sane in this confusing world where everything like yeah, like you said, 
like the feminism, everything that we have fought for, for so long for, you know, being treated as like equals, but still women that, that it's good to be a woman, right? All of that is being taken apart. So Uni, what would you say as someone who is a mom? Because I saw some comments that said, you know, if they're doing their thing and, you know, cause I'm very much a libertarian in the sense of like, do what, you know, I don't want people to controlling us, telling, telling us what to do. You live over here. I live all over here and we make our individual choices. Right. But with that said, this is, this is an example to me where I'm like, stay in your lane. Like mm-hmm. if you choose to be a man, stay in that lane. You know, what yeah. would you say to someone who's like, well, they're just doing their thing and over there and it doesn't affect you. Yeah. Well, this whole conversation affects everyone. Right. And, um, I think that what we need to focus on as me as a parent right now is just to, to try to build up, you know, under the confidence of our kids that, you know, you do you, you do you, but take your time, but don't like, don't try to get influenced by all the BS that you're hearing in school and reading about and that you're supposed to like, it's almost like you're supposed to be you're, like, you're less than if you are just a woman. It's like, or just a man, you know? And I, and I always, and I've been yeah. saying this for, for quite some time now that it's almost nothing worse today than being a young man. It's like, it's like you are, if you're a man today, young man today, and especially with a little bit of privilege, nobody wants you. Nobody wants to hire you. You don't get into the schools. Like you are just the the last person. Like we have to stop treating people as, as garbage and as less than we need to empower everyone. And what, you know, what I like, where I really get so frustrated is this, you know, they're telling us on the one hand that, you know, we want diversity, diversity. We want people to be who they are. Like we want all, like all, everyone's welcome, all this thing. And then on the other side, we're really not because if you're not like, you you know, so if, if today, if you're not, if you're not, you know, gay or lesbian or, or bi, if you're, if you're not like, you know, and disabled and, you know, have a different color, like you're just worth, you're worth nothing. Right. That's what, that's what the message is. It really, it actually is. And I read a fascinating piece about a girl, a young girl who transitioned to a boy when she started, she literally had a mastectomy when she was 15 and she now has detransitioned because it was horribly wrong and young. And she talks about how people around her educators, counselors enabled it. Right. But she talks about how she was reading Tumblr and all these things online to your point about it's bad to be a man or a woman these days, how she saw things online about how that was oppressive. It was oppressive somehow. Mm -hmm. And again, I think it's just so, I mean, I say this on my show all the time. I'm 31 and I'm confused. I can't even imagine for a young kid going through puberty, you know, as a boy, and now they're putting tampons in the boys' bathrooms. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, how far does this go? And of course, as you know, the whole controversy of what's going on, I'm in Florida with the don't say gay, you know, you have one side going, we're putting these conversations in the hands of parents. And then we have the other side to your point where it's like, you can't speak up about it going, well, if you're not okay, you know, you know, with what's going on in schools, you're a bigot, you're this, you're that. And it's Mm -hmm. like, are we serious? Yeah. Like where's yeah. the common sense here? Exactly. Where is, where's the common sense? What happened to just co- like plain common sense? And also like, I'm all for empowering people and, and including kids. Right. But when you are 10 or 12 or 15, 
you do not know what you're doing, especially when it comes to it comes to something so serious as as uh, you know changing your sex. Like we like as you said, you're a 31. You're confused. Like I'm I'm turning 50 this year and I'm confused. Right? Like we like you can't allow, and that's why I think by common sense, parents have to have some sort of rights over their kids, right? It's not, the kids are not the, for the school to, 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 to decide or for the state or for anyone. Kids, up until you turn like 18, the parents should be involved, right? And that's where it gets so conflated because I think you and I both have complete you know, empathy, if mm-hmm. there was a child suffering with body yeah. dysmorphia and if they're, yeah. you know, that's one thing, but then on the other end of it, I just feel like, let them be kids. I mean, for crying out loud, when I was 16, I was torn up about what color rubber band to put on my braces. Yeah. I mean, really it's like, at what yeah. point are we going to let this almost like this sweep of the counterculture. And and I can understand that. It's like people who felt like they weren't heard or seen for so long, but now it's like the Calvin Klein thing. It's like buy into this or else, or else you're punished. And it's just a horrible message and it's horribly um, confusing. Um, And to your point, let's kind of transition, no pun intended, into the idea of, you know, women, you know, fighting their way in a man's world, right? So to speak. So I really wanted your take on this because this last week, Uni, I interviewed two young women uh, for new movies coming out, right? About both of them. One is about an up and coming porn star in the LA porn scene who wants to be the next big star. One is about an up and coming um, country music star who wants to have the fame and all of in Nashville, right? And I noticed that both movies, again, had this theme with their little jabs and cuts at men, right? Like, you know, we as women making it in, you know, a man, a man, you know, men run world and media and entertainment and all this. And, you know, I feel a little torn about it. I wanted your take because on one end of it, it's like, okay, I can appreciate it. Like, and you, it's, there's such visceral experiences. So I could see, you know, on a porn set, right. She's being photographed and told what to do by men, right. And trying to make her way up and navigate. So I can understand it. But then on the other end of it, I'm kind of like, okay, when does it go too far? Like, when is it like making the message about women making their way? And when is it like turn to male bashing? Like when is, when is enough enough? Like what, what is that line? What is your take? I've been like, I've been really conflicted about this whole thing since the me too started. Right. Because there's to me, there's so much, I mean, we have like, women are not powerless in our culture. I mean, if you go to like Afghanistan, like some of these countries over there, you know, yes, you know, there, it's really hard to be a woman, right? Like you're not allowed to, to like dress as you want. There's so many rules and, 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 you know, and abuse. Right. Um, but in our culture, like in the United States, in Europe, we, women have a lot of power. And when we, go willingly into a profession, any profession, whether that's, you know, the legal profession or finance, like I did, or, you know, which is male dominated, right. Or the porn industry, you know, or movie, whatever it is, you, you know, we go in willingly because we want something. 
And what do women like? What what are you know? Women are master manipulators. That's one of our strengths, right? Because we know that men love us. Men love women, right? Usually, that's the truth, right? And 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 thank God for that, right? Like we want, like we need for women and men to love each other, right? So this this whole thing that oh, he was looking at me the wrong way. And and I just like, remember when I was starting out as a young attorney, right? I was working at this law, Wall Street law firm in Paris. And I remember there was you know, like, there was some uncomfortable situations. I was, you know, there were not many women and, you know, you know, some of the guys, they like, kind of like they hit on you and like, okay, you have to you, you like, but at the same time, Taylor, and I, you know, like, I am not ashamed to say this, as a, as a woman, there are also advantages, right? Because you get noticed. So if you want to get something done, if you want to get visibility, if you want to get someplace as a woman in those very male dominated places, you can really get that done. Right. And also another thing, and I've been saying this for years is that we talk about equity, you know, for, for women to, to be equal, to get the same opportunities as men. But in my whole career, I've never, a very, very few women have actually empowered me and helped me. It was always the men who empowered and who helped me. So I think we need to stop the whole male, you know, and men bashing. I mean, I am so grateful. I, I owe my whole career and everything that I've done to men. So I have a very similar experience. I've said the exact same things on my show and in my work through the years. Hell, I even came out, I think in an episode last year talking about all this. And I flat out said, I actually don't like working for women because of yeah. this experience. Yeah. And I love your point about owning, you know, how we are different and powerful in a different way. And that's okay. And I think that's mm -hmm. something that's happening right now is, you know, women want to be equal to men, right? Mm -hmm. Like I consider myself a feminist, but then when does it become problematic to where we want to be so equal that we bash them though? Mm -hmm. So it becomes a little a more than that. And also we have to actually, and I don't mean this as like actually transitioning to a man, but acting like and being like men. So that becomes a problem because it's like, yeah. well, no, we can be equal, but we can be different. And mm -hmm. now it's become so convoluted, like everything else. It's like, well, no, no, we're going to, we're going to act like them and have this alpha energy and be like them. And I think that comes out a lot in the workplace because you have women acting in a very toxic way Yeah. and it's always, and I noticed it doing these interviews, even with people in Hollywood, like they always brush it under the rug because we have to, at the same time though, women are, we have power and all this equal to men, but we're delicate, perfect little flowers. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and we're, we're not toxic. Oh no. Toxic femininity is not a thing. And it's like, well, no, like it absolutely is a thing. And I think brushing it on, under the rug and acting like we're perfect isn't actually helping. Yeah. It's a little bit of a facade, you know? Exactly. And that's where it's two-faced and, and, and manipulative is, is that we, at, at the, it's, you know, on one side, we have actually taken over that sort of masculine energy. And you know, like we, a lot of women like feel like, like, oh, we don't need men anymore. Like, like we're done with men, right? This whole thing, because we're like, we are so strong. And this whole like, you know, I see this often also in very, like in, in younger women in the workplace they are so this, they're so masculine. It's like, where's the woman? Yeah, yeah. Like, where's that? Like, 
the woman in you, the one who's you know empathetic and and compassionate and you know creative and all the stuff. And then you have on the other side this oh we're the delicate flower and we're you know we're being abused. So it's like well which are you, right? Yes, and there's no you know, place for men anymore in our well, society. That's- Exactly what I was just going to say. And I have heard this about race, about gender. You know, I heard a story about this event that goes on in Hollywood, right? And people are charged, I don't know, hundreds of dollars a plate, some gala, something. And basically what it says is it's, you know, I think the the leader is a, a female black woman, female black woman. And um, I feel like you have to quantify uh, female woman ovaries has two boobs. Let me just lay out all the ways she's a woman, right? Just to clarify, but it it made a joke because it's like white people pay to hear about how racist they are. Right. And, but the leader of the organization, and I thought that this was really alarming said that, you know, white men who come to this event, you know, we don't even bother engaging with them. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, isn't that who isn't like, that's what this event is for. Is it not? And that I feel like goes for the gender thing too. You know what I mean? Where it's like, we're not even going to let men in on this conversation. And I feel like an example of that, the woman I interviewed who starred in the movie uh, about the porn industry in my interview with her, she said to me, you know, I wasn't really concerned because it's very, it even, I talk about this in the episode, it even changed some of my views of me too. Like it's very, very powerful and visceral and just how women can be um, hurt and and coerced, right? In, in, In settings. But she said to me, you know, I wasn't really concerned with, with what men had to think about this movie. I was more concerned about what women thought about it. And I thought, you know, a little, a little, you know, something went off in my head going, but if, especially if it's about me too and consent and power dynamics yeah. in the workplace, porn or not, isn't men, the people that these messages are for don't, shouldn't mm-hmm. they be the ones who are seeing this mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're exactly. shoving them out? Yeah. And I think we're losing out. I mean, we're shooting ourselves in the foot as women, because when we, what we've done is that we have you know, demasculated men and we are not, you know, we're not allowed letting them into our lives. Right. And, and I think that, and that makes, you know, we need the, we need the two, we need the yin and the yang. We need the two. Right. And when we are not allowing for men to be the protector, to be that, like, let, let them protect us, you know, let them have their role. We can't, you know, and I think, I don't think we are supposed to as, as one gender to be at all men are not supposed to be pregnant and, and have babies and we are not supposed to be men. Let's just put it out. Let's just say it. That's a really good point. It's like holding on. And I've said this on my show too, the yin and the yang, like some things that supplement each other, that isn't that the beauty, you know, they talk about diversity. Why do we all want to be the same? Exactly. Don't we want to hold on? And I think it plays into some of those traditional gender roles. Like that's okay. You know, you and I, you know, we can be, you know, autonomous and powerful women yeah. in the workplace, at home, in personal lives, whatever it is, but I don't need to actually be a man, you know, exactly. Exactly. and we can hold on to those differences, you know, tradi- you know, people knock the traditional gender role thing, but I think that there's power and importance in that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let's stop pretending that we're not powerful as women, you know, Ugh. You know, because it drives me can be brutally vicious, right? Especially with other women, but yes. also to men. So let's yes. just stop pretending 
that that we are not powerful. We have a different power than men, yes, but it's as if not more powerful, right? So let's just own it that we are powerful and you know be responsible with that power. You know, Uni, I get shit from, you know, woke people, if you want to call it, because I don't indulge this toxic masculinity, smash the patriarchy, because I think it, it it disempowers women. I'm like, let action speak louder than words go in there. You know, don't complain, do the damn thing, get what you want accomplished. And that Mm -hmm. will speak volumes. Mm -hmm. And I get shit from people being like, Oh, well, you're idealistic. It's not the real world. Again, it's the idea, even like these movies, you know, like making it in a man's world. And it's just, I don't buy it. And I don't think that it's a good women, a good message to pass on to women and young women. Yeah. I don't think it's good to put in their heads that it's like, you're automatically going to be oppressed. You're automatically going to, you know, get passes at you in the workplace. Like, I just don't think that it's healthy. Absolutely. I so agree with you. And I also think that we need to have a little humor around this and humor, like not take ourselves so seriously all the time. Like my husband, you know, I mean, it's a different generation, right. But he has a lot of sexist jokes, like all the time. Like he's like, he's, but he's so funny. Like he's so fun about it. And he's the the nicest guy. So like, we laugh about it. Like when did we stop laughing about ourselves? Right. Like it's okay to, 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 to just do some jokes and it shouldn't be so serious all the time. Like now in the workplace, it's so bad. Like you can't even be like, if, if, if I'm standing in the elevator, like now, like a man can't even get in. Cause like, he's going to be like, we're, the, the firm is like worried about being sued for sexual harassment. If the two are standing in the same elevator, like, it's like crazy. Well, the thing is it strips us of what makes us human, you know, yeah. women, especially in Hollywood too. I always kind of jab yeah. and jest at the idea of like the male gaze. And it's like, you know what, if they're going to look at our tits and our ass, that is what men do sorry like it's stripping us of what you know makes us human for crying out loud I mean give me a break and women want the attention like all these like Hollywood actresses that that you know do all these scenes you know with with the nude scenes and all this stuff like don't tell me that they don't do it to get you know of course they do it to get the attention we want the attention of men so just just own it just own it Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I brought this up actually in my interview with that woman because she's Mm -hmm. very, you know, much nude in it. And my problem is when actresses, you know, Sydney Sweeney of Euphoria and I, and I met her and she, she's a great, you know, brief interaction, but she's great. But, you know, I take issue with the fact that she went topless in Euphoria and then went and said how, oh, she was degraded and it undercut all her other work and how people in the business now don't take her seriously or, you know, and if that happens, it's like, you know, that's unfortunate. And I could mm-hmm. see that, but I just feel like own it, dude. Be like, yeah, I went topless. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. You know, eat your heart out and I'm going to go crush this other scene where exactly. I'm wearing a turtleneck. You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't yeah. have to be one or the other, like just exactly. own it, you exactly. know? And I think that that sort of acceptance start with us. Like we have to like, and also as, as, as a role model, as a celebrity, they have to start owning their shit, right? They have to start owning their decisions and show us, show the young people, show like, show my kids because they're role, mo- role models to, to, to everyone, including kids, right? Like yeah. show them that, you know, you can own the fact that you are nude, you know, nude in one movie and then not like turtleneck in the other, and that you are a woman and that you are strong and that you can also be protected by a man. And that's okay. You can be weak too. Right. 
You know, Uni, you talked before about bringing some levity and comedy. Have you heard, of, or maybe not comedy in this particular example, but did you hear about what's going on with Bill Murray? He basically was me too And, yeah. you know, Bill Murray's what, like in his 70s? I don't know, yeah. in his 70s? And they stopped production on his movie because there were complaints about him, you know, maybe being a little flirty, like tugging on a ponytail, like, like my, like a grandpa would. Yeah. So it's like, to your point, again, it's like really people, really people are, we're, we're going to be, and this is just one example. Like this is running rampant in Hollywood. And again, it's that overcorrection, but, and especially in Hollywood, that's such yeah. a creative, like trying to capture yeah. the human experience. Are yeah. they trying to make us a bunch of robots? Yeah. What are you guys doing? Exactly. I so agree with you. And this, this French actress, uh, Catherine Deneuve, you know, who's, who's, I think she's in her seventies right now too, but she was like this bombshell, right? Like this, this, this super beautiful, sexy, smart, you know, this amazing actress and still is today. And, uh, she said something about the whole, you know, me too. And like, you know, all the, everything that's going on right now is like, like we, we have to allow people to flirt, that's, you know, that's that what, what we do as human beings. Like if you're not allowed to flirt anymore and like the whole Bill Murray thing and all these other situations that you have in every workplace, like you have to, like, you can't remove that whole little, like the, the little tension, the little, like little something, something that goes on, like, which is super innocent. Right. Like, and of course, if it's abuse, it's abuse. That's a whole different story, but we have just like stripped everything, like stripped everything, like the whole thing out of this. And I think that's really, it just, it's like this whole COVID pandemic and this as well, it just takes away our pleasure of being a human being. Like just, just like, just like COVID take, you know, took our, our smell and our, and our taste, this takes away our taste for life. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really unfortunate. Let's quickly talk about the idea. Cause I obviously am very vocal about me too. I've had people on my show, like girls gone wild founder, Joe Francis, like barstool founder, Dave Portnoy, who have been accused. Um, so I very much have had the backs of men yeah. while also having the backs of women, but let's talk about consent quickly, because I mm -hmm. feel like a conversation. Um, I don't know. I, again, I feel like this is where it's also a one-way street of how the narrative is like men should know better. Women are delicate flowers. And the way I see it again, it's a very serious thing. And mm -hmm. we need to, as women step into our power, if we're having, if we have the power to make, you know, all, you know, choices that can alter our whole lives, right. Yeah. Having an abortion, going into war, you know, transitioning yeah. sex is no exception. So I feel like it goes without saying, of course, we need to educate, you know, young men to treat women with respect, right. Mm -hmm. And to, to treat them right. But on the other end of it, the narrative we're hearing right now is all of the onus is always on men, you know, when it comes to me too, no matter what. And I just feel like it's dangerous to have consent as this like wishy-washy thing. Like it should be, you know, also, I feel like I would get flack for this, but I'm very passionate about women also having the wherewithal to make good decisions and yeah. not put themselves in a bad, bad position. It's like, again, I wouldn't even walk in a dark alley alone at night. I'm five, one I'm curvy there's a point where it's common sense and the, yeah. and the woke Hollywood mainstream narrative doesn't like this because in their mind, of course you should walk down a dark alley. Of course you should be on a porn set. Of course, of course, if the 
world was perfect, but it's not. And I feel like we have to equip women to be able to be on the defensive and put themselves in, in good positions. But it's like, nope, you know, for some reason, you know, this is not the appropriate thing to say, you know, it's all on men, men, men are bad. Exactly. It's like, and this, and this is what I so disagree. Like you can't, you can't say that like one gender is bad. Like you ban, it's like you cancel men. Right. I think we, as women, it's like so disempowering if we, you know, like we have to also take responsibility for our actions, for our manipulations, for our seductions, you know, all the things that we do, uh, you know, with, you know, with regards to men, I, I have a daughter, I have a son. And it's sure, like I'm teaching my daughter not to put herself in dangerous situations, not to, to walk home, you know, in the dark alone, like, you know, call us, we'll come get you or, you know, whatever. And, and, you know, and for my son also to be a responsible, respectful young man, right. With, with, with girls. And of course we, we have to teach it's, it's all about values, you know, value, valuing and respecting ourselves and the other. Right. And it shouldn't matter whether you're you know, a girl or a boy, you know, we, we each deserve respect and we are all needed. We, we need each other. Right. So if we want to empower women, give women the power back to, to make responsible right. decisions. Right. Well, that's what Uni, a lot of it comes down to is that mm-hmm. gray area because women will say, you know, <clears throat> say they had a sexual encounter and then they come out after the fact and yeah. said, you know, this is where it's tricky. Cause they'll say I was intimidated or I felt pressured or I was scared yeah. that they would hurt me. And I could understand that power dynamic, but on the other end of it, say you have the guy who had no idea. Yeah. And then she comes out, he's kicked off of, out of school, off his sports team, off of a movie set, whatever. Well, that's not, fa- it's like, what's right here. That's not fair either. Yeah. If he's like, well, I had, I didn't know. I had no idea it was going too far for, you know what I exactly. mean? Like, yeah. And our law, our system, we have a legal system that says that you are, you are innocent until proven guilty. And you can't just like by, you know, by definition, because you're, you're a man, a young man, you are guilty for whatever the the girl and the woman was feeling Mm -hmm. in that moment. You have to, as a woman, as a girl, you have to learn to express yourself. Right. And of course there there are cases where, where young women and women get raped and it's horrible right it's horrible we're not saying that they're not being raped oh no that's a whole other right right it's it's a whole other thing well we can't just automatically destroy a young man's life because you know you know we have to also allow each other a little slack like a young man do you think he's any less confused and any less like sure of himself than than a young woman of course he's not you know like he is is just as confused and and unsure as, as a woman. And we also have to, you know, allow people to make mistakes. And I think what happened with this whole, like, if you're a woman and you, you kind of regret it, or you felt unsure whatever, and you didn't really express it, but then you can just go back on it. And like, kind of just like, in a way, instead of dealing with your own guilt, you just put that whole thing onto someone else destroying their life. Right. 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 It's and okay. we, need to, we need to, you know, we need to set our foot down and like, that's not okay. And I'm certainly not going to teach my, my girl to, to be that, to become that young woman. Right. 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 It's not right. Um, we only have a couple minutes, but you talk about something interesting because men really, again, this is the unpopular thing to say. Cause it's like, Oh, I think white men, straight women, they're fine. They're, they, you know, we've tree, we've coddled them enough, but there is, you know, you said to me privately, you know, they are, you know, suffering in a way like they're depressed they're emasculated 
in, you know, 60 seconds, what's happening there? Yeah. Like I've, like I've said this for a long time, that there's nothing worse today than being a, a white young man. Nobody wants you. You don't get the jobs. Like nobody, like you, you don't matter. And so what we've gotten wrong there is that we're trying in trying to empowering one group, we are disempowering another. And that's not the way to do it. There's enough love to go around and enough power to go around for everyone. So let's just empower everyone and not like remove something from one group, right? And just to give that to someone else to be the abuser, right? Because what happens then is that we as women, we become the abusers. Perfect segue, last minute, Deaf heard trial. I know, you know, we've shared similar thoughts, but really this shines a light on, again, a, a, a forbidden thought with me too, but the women being the abuser. Mm-hmm. Final thoughts on that. Oh, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's, you know, we have to, I think in, in, in the Depp Heard situation, I mean, I like, I don't know what really happened there, but my sense of it is that they, they are, there are two sides to this and it's not in the, it's, it's so clear to me that there's probably some abuse on both sides there mm-hmm. and to just allow, you know, to just to put the blame on, on Johnny Depp. And that, that she was the, like the weak, delicate flower thing when she clearly is not. I think that's illustrating the whole problem, what we're having right now. And I think it's, and I, hopefully it will, it will come to a conclusion that actually empowers, you know, women to, to take back because what, what's happening there, if she, if she is allowed to just be the victim that she wants to be, then we're, we're, we're just disempowering young women. Right. So like, take responsibility for your lives, right? Mm. No matter what you, what you are, if you're a woman or a man, doesn't matter. That's a perfect way to end this. Uni, thank you so much. And I think my big takeaway from this, again, it applies to so many issues, you know, trans women, you know, race, whatever it is, it's, you can be empowered and you don't have to disempower somebody else, right? We can be, you know, you know, empowered all around. So I really want to thank you for honing in on that message today. I think it's really important. And Uni, not only can they cancel me, but they can cancel us, baby. I appreciate you. (laughs) I appreciate you bringing all of your, you know, opinions to the forefront. And um, I can't wait for everybody to hear it. Thank you so much, Uni. Thank you so much, Taylor, for having me. What a wonderful conversation.